In this episode of the Savvy Agent Podcast, we are going to be talking about baskets, as in are all of your eggs in one basket? Eggs are a hot commodity in 2023, an expensive commodity. So let's talk about your eggs and the baskets that they might be in. Let's get to it. Welcome to the Savvy Agent Podcast, where we help real estate agents build a thriving business so they have financial freedom in their life without having to work 24-7. I'm your host, Heather Wright. Now let's get to it. When you think about your business and you ask yourself this question, are all of my eggs in one basket? Like, how does that make you feel? What do you think about for your answers? Instantly, I go to lead generation. Are all of my lead eggs in one basket? We get 75%. I sound like a broken record. 75% of our annual business comes from past clients and repeat business and referrals. And that does feel like one basket, but we do a lot of different things in order to remind those people of our existence and to, you know, to generate the goodwill and build those relationships to make sure that we remain their first choice at their top of mind for the real estate agent. Recently, I realized I wasn't managing the eggs in my basket. So I just told my team, go do your work. Let's all just go do our work. And work was getting done. I can't necessarily complain about that, but it wasn't really getting done the way that I thought. And so what I did was I instituted a power hour with my team. And so we meet Monday morning and Thursday morning for one hour where we do Pomodoro sessions. And a Pomodoro session is where you work for 25 minutes and you have a five minute break. And then you work for another 25 minutes, you have another five minute break and you just repeat. So we do one hour of that. And we start with a break first, because it's really hard to get on a zoom call or be in person. However, you were to choose to do the Pomo session, but it's hard to do that without starting out with a little visiting session. So we have five minutes of visitation and then we work for 25 minutes. And the way that we have our CRM set up is that we work all of our new leads first, whether those are from Zillow or any other website on the internet, referrals, whatever. If it is a new lead, it is worked as a new lead. And then we go down the list. So the new leads that have been worked, but still need worked, the leads that we had conversations with, and we consider them to be hot leads. The leads we talk to that we consider to be warm leads, those have a different cadence for when we'll uh, touch base with them. And then we have our cold leads, but each different type of lead bucket is treated differently because they're in different stages of their buying or selling process. And so, you know, you don't have to work them all every single day. But yesterday during our Pomodoro session, I got through all of my past due follow-ups. There were a few because I is just as bad when I'm not managing myself. I tend to not get all of my work done. But anyway, we got to uh, the section where we were sending out house anniversary cards. So that's one of our uh, smart lists in follow-up boss or CRM, where I have it set up that anybody who has a home anniversary from their closing date, any buyer who bought a house with a home anniversary date, It pops up on the smart list so that we can send them a card. And what I realized yesterday is that I have not kept it as a priority to work 
my past clients and my sphere as I have in years past. Whoops. Anybody else out there have this problem where, you know, they do really good for a little while, for a long while even, and then something happens and they get off course. And now I am writing that course and we are back on track. We are... (laughs) the wheels are on the bus, all of those sayings about it. But as I was sending out these anniversary cards, congratulating people on living in a home for seven years or eight years or whatever the case is, you know, that it filled me with gratitude because I was remembering when we had worked together and I love sending cards to people and they love receiving them too. And so it's not just the same old boring message in every card. I mean, sometimes it is, but yesterday I took the time to write personal notes and I know that those are going to be really well received by people when they receive the card and they're going to, you know, they're going to think, oh my God, I love Heather. Yes, I do have the seven year itch. Let's move. So while 75% of my eggs are in the past client repeat business and referral basket, there's different ways that I'm touching base with those people. So yes. A lot of my eggs are in the same basket, but the baskets have buckets. Ridiculous. So another way uh, that we stay in touch with past clients, and I've talked about this a lot too, is equity updates. And so there is a podcast episode on the magic of equity updates. And I'll link to that here in the show notes. Let me make a note to remind myself. But anyway, with the equity updates, my team and I, and my assistant, because let's face it, once you get to a certain level of past clients, you need a little bit of help doing these equity updates. So we've been sending our equity updates emails for maybe two years now. So our past clients get one every quarter. That's the goal. Sometimes it's every six months, but everybody manages it in the way that works best for them. And so this week I have had three people respond to our equity update emails that they would like a market analysis. And I mean, that's great. So that's one more bucket in the past client basket. If you were to ask on the internet, like, where do you get your leads for your business? People are ridiculed based on their response to that. So they might say, oh, well, all of my leads come from referral only. I'm a referral-based business. And then people who buy leads ridicule that person because they're not diversified. There is diversification inside the lead pillar in the case of working by referral, because there's a lot of different ways that you can hit your past clients, your sphere of influence to remain top of mind. Now, in the event that that stops working for us, well, I'll be the first one to tell you how we're going to make those changes to improve. I still invest a little bit in my favorite zip code in Zillow, and that did poorly in 2022. So we'll see what 2023 brings, but these online portals don't do well when inventory is low. And even though it's really more like time on market is low or super fast, because we obviously have the inventory because the houses are selling but the inventory doesn't stay on the market for very long, which creates this challenge of not being able to get leads to meet new people to then go show them houses because the damn houses have sold. Hopefully that improves, but that is one basket that's kind of hard to diversify because I'm relying on that lead source that I'm paying money to, to then supply me with leads. So I might have to make some changes there. So when I ask myself, are all of your eggs in one basket? 
that is one that I pay for every single month. That is a basket. I might have to make some changes to this year. So there's no shame in any lead source. There's no hate or shade that I'm throwing to any lead source here. They're all good as long as you work them. But then you also have to evaluate periodically if they are still working for you. And that's, you know, thinking about your eggs in one basket. That's what we're doing here on this episode. Last year, I started doing Google local service ads. We call it Google LSA. So Google local service ads, which was a tiny challenge to set up. There's a little bit of work involved in setting up your account and you have to meet certain levels for your E&O insurance. And I had to increase mine because Google's standard is higher than the broker's requirement for the E&O insurance. So anyway, I got that upgraded and then I got on the list to receive calls from Google for their real estate local service ads. And you know, that's been okay. Well, maybe it's a little less than okay. So we had one sale that we got to closing last year at the end of the year for Google local service ads. We call volume has been down in the last month or so, but I think that's reflective of holidays and the current market. It has picked up in the last week or so where we've had more calls, but some of them, you know, some of the calls are good, not great. Like they are maybe renters that are going to, we're going to have to nurture those for a really long time. Probably never going to go anywhere, you know, where it's like adult children calling in on behalf of their parent who's actually not ready to sell yet. And so we're not actually talking to the owner and their adult child has jumped the gun by calling us. And now they've made mom mad. And so when the time comes for mom to sell, like we don't even have the ability to really market to her unless we start sending her direct mail, which we probably should. So, you know, thinking about that, the leads that we get from Google local service ads, we haven't necessarily been killing it with sales from that lead source. And if you think about it, my eggs are in that one basket where I just want the come list me calls. I mean, who doesn't want the come list me calls? I want the come list me calls, but the reality is they need to be worked. So we need to nurture them. And so sending them direct mail is a great idea. I'm glad I had it here on this live podcast. But, you know, think about the leads that you are receiving. How can you work them and diversify the ways in which you touch those leads to remain top of mind? That is kind of the extent of my leads baskets, all my eggs in one basket. When I think about the other baskets in my business, you know, some of them are contract related. So as far as our marketing goes, I am contracted with a website, so I can't really make any changes there. And every year I want to make that change, but it's a huge, huge project that I ultimately decide I don't have enough time or desire to fulfill on that. But what are the things that you're spending money on? Are they still working for you? So the marketing that you're doing, is that resulting in your end goal? Is your marketing to pick up more leads? Is your marketing to get more referrals? Is your marketing... What is the goal of your marketing and thinking about all of your eggs in one basket? Are you somehow limiting your marketing ability because you're just stuck on one thing? Is there room to expand your eggs, expand your baskets? This analogy has gotten away from me a little bit here. Think about as it relates to your business, is there anything that you could do 
to improve, to bring you one step closer to your ultimate goal. When you think about are all of my eggs in one basket and in that one basket, is there anything I can do to diversify? So like for our past clients, we send anniversary cards. We, um, you know, if we're connected with them on social media, there's some aspects to that kind of nurturing process. And then we send equity updates, which have done really, really well for us. And uh, we also set them up on home value alerts so that they get an email every, every month. They're supposed to be getting an email, but you know, that is actually one thing. Last year, I upgraded my website from the old conversion. We used to have conversion when that was the company name. And then when Inside Real Estate took over, they renamed it Conversion Plus. And then they started doing KV Core, but those were actually two different platforms. So we upgraded our platform from Conversion Plus to KV Core last year, which is the, the equivalent of getting a new website. And I can tell you from experience, it's a huge pain in the ass. Part of that is that our monthly home value emails stopped automatically going out. And if I was a betting woman, I would bet that that needs to go on our priority list during a power hour when we're working our past clients to make sure that they are getting a home value alert email, because that is another really good thing to diversify within that lead pillar basket. So those are just some ideas of my thought process when I ask myself the question, are all of your eggs in one basket? And I would encourage you to have an honest conversation with yourself, an honest evaluation of your business and looking at it from a different perspective sometimes results in a different perspective. So hopefully that is useful for you. And if it's not, well, thanks for listening this far and I'll talk with you next week. Have a good one. 